0: blog talk radio from chicago it's the show where everyone comes to chat it's the 411 lounge on blog talk radio and now here's your host lavar evans
1: Good evening, 411 Nation, and welcome to the program. I'm LaVar, and my guest tonight, well, she has definitely put fans under her spell with her hardcore anal and authentic sex scenes. And you've seen her work with a lot of major studios such as Brazzers, Alex Page, Reality King, Dogfart. And so many others, it, I, if we stood here tonight and listed everything that she's done, I think that would take up one hour of the program, <laughs> which reads that you have seen her just about everywhere has to be seen. And definitely hard work picks off because she has received industry nominations from AVN, X-Critic, uh, as well as a lot of other places. And she just got her first X-Biz Cam Awards nomination, which we'll talk about also tonight. Uh, She is definitely the definitive queen of anal, anal, as I'll say. We're going to learn a lot about that, too. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome to the 411 Lounge, the one, the only, the lovely Avery Jane. How are you tonight?
2: Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me.
1: I am so happy to have you here. It is, uh, I've been looking forward to this because I have a lot to learn. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and we're going we're, we're, we're to talk about it throughout the night because some of the things you've done uh, on film are things in which a lot of people have seen, but they might have seen it probably, like, once in a blue moon. Because I think when we think, you know, of entertainment, it's just like the traditional things. You know, we've seen, you know, the plot, Seen the ending, but I think you've bought out, you know, the extra things that a lot of us probably are thinking or have wanted to try or have thought about, but you've bought it more to the forefront. And I think that's what's the most, uh, because there's not a lot of stars that have, you know, or will do the things that you've done. And we're, we'll also talk about that tonight, but, you know, it's also a learning thing. And this is why I was like, you know, a lot of people don't think of it that way, but we learn because the things that you've taught us, that's why I was like, to me, I'm like an open book tonight. I've got questions. I've got
0: answers.
1: But I'm so glad that you're here. And by the way, um, because I, well, I'm going to tell some folks here tonight, you know, as everyone knows that I am here. Uh, in Chicago next week Avery will be here for Exotica so uh I am looking forward to seeing you because I will actually be there
0: <laughs>
2: Yay
0: So I will see yeah, you Yeah I'm really next excited week.
2: uh that's going to be my first it's going to be my first uh expo appearance since I started adult so uh, I'm really excited it'll be my first one and you know, my first time getting to actually, like, meet fans and, you know, be at an expo as Avery James. So it'll be cool. It's
1: it's very interesting. I went to the very first Exotica here in Chicago. Uh, God, that's now been, what, 11 years ago? A little bit over 10 years ago? And I will tell oh, nice. you, from where it, has, where it has gone to where it has been now, I will tell you, you will be – And plus, when I saw the lineup of everybody, this is actually going to be probably one of the biggest ones. And, um, you know, it will be a lot of people. (laughs) You will will wonder how it will be. I'm glad that we will, you know, be the proverbial first for you here. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be cool.
1: Yeah, but no, we'll talk a lot about that as the evening goes on. But I guess I want to start back at the beginning here because, I, you know, a lot of people, and this is one of those shows where, um, you know, I like to kind of talk about the, the opposite side of what you do. But I guess, you know, going into this, everybody has expectations for what they want to do sometimes in this career, I think. And have the expectations of when you started to what's going on with your career now, have they – been everything you thought it would be, or has it been um, just probably wow moments for you every time that you are involved with something?
2: Yeah, you know, I um, I didn't really have any expectations, whatever, coming into this. You know, I was just like, oh, well, you know, I have a wild, fun sex life in my personal life, and. You know, I've done other forms of sex work before, so I was like, oh, why not just, you know, try this out and see how it goes and have fun with it. And, um, you know, that the little expectations I had got blown out of the water because I never really thought I would, like, make it as far as I have and, like, be doing as much as I'm doing now. (laughs) I never really saw that happening.
1: Wow. And... You've been in the industry for a few years now, and in that time, uh, you know, we've seen as it's, uh, you know, especially you came in at a time, an interesting time, because just as you were really starting it, you know, COVID came along, and it kind of sent the industry a little bit in the whirl, and then, you know, now things are kind of ramping back up. How did you adapt? Because I know for a lot of probably, you know, uh, adult stars who have been in it for a while. This is the first time, you know, they've had some shutdowns, but nothing really like this. And for you, you know, you're really kind of like, you know, everybody came in along at the same time as you. This was something, like, huge. So how did you adapt it and how did you, uh, or how are you doing with it now post, I guess, COVID?
2: Um, well, you know, luckily I started probably about, like, four or five months before COVID happened and, you know, we weren't, mm-hmm. I know, I know the world kind of was foreseeing it, but I wasn't paying attention to international news at the time. So I didn't really <laughs> see it coming, but, um, you know, at that time um, I wasn't shooting for mainstream companies or anything like that. I was just making my own content. So luckily for me, um, you know, when COVID happened and everything shut down, it wasn't too, too much to adapt to because, you know, I had my little small group of people in the industry that we made content together and you know we were like cool well as long as we're all quarantining around each other and mostly just keeping in our own vicinity with each other, we can still crank out content all the time. You know, we could do stuff together. We could do solo stuff. We just got to up our content game and, you know, keep selling stuff because now the world's shut down. Everyone's locked at home. There's nothing to do except, you know, open up your laptop and watch some porn. So this is it. This is the time (laughs) to capitalize on that. And, uh, you know, it actually ended up working out really, really well.
1: Wow. Yeah, because I was going to say, I would think, you know, yeah, especially for you, you know, especially with doing things for uh, your own pages. And I think for a lot of people who have been around for a while, uh, OnlyFans, uh, which we'll also mention here in a little bit, that really was, you know, doing your own content. That's like a game changer, you know.
2: Exactly. That revolutionized porn, you know. At first it was you have to be you know, selected by the companies and by the agencies in order to be a porn star. But now it's anybody can become their own porn star. Anybody can crank out their own content, use these platforms, you know, gather their own fan base. So anybody can do it now, which really, really like opened up a world of opportunities for people who otherwise wouldn't be able to, you know, shoot in porn.
0: Hmm.
1: And um I was going to say, I guess to piggyback off that question, is that sometimes a good thing or is that sometimes one of those things where it kind of, you think, maybe oversaturates the industry a little bit in some ways? Because, you know, everybody out there thinks that they can do it and then they start off doing it and then they probably aren't really, I guess, having the heart to stick with it once they realize the hard work and then they're gone. And then comes somebody else that thinks about that and then here you are, somebody that's well established at it. And you have a lot of people coming in and coming out. And I don't know. Do you think that kind of oversaturates it at times? Or is it, you know, competition is always a good thing?
2: You know, um, I think it depends on, like, who you ask. Um, I know, like, a lot of the mainstream companies do not like OnlyFans. And, you know, they feel like the Internet has killed porn because it's not as exclusive anymore. Um, But to me, I don't know. I I like it. I encourage it. I I don't mind um, the oversaturatedness because at the end of the day, you know, even though it's a competition-based industry where you're all competing for fans, you're competing for people's money, you're competing for people's support, um, at the end of the day, You know, I'm just doing my own thing. So I'm like, you know, there's only one of me. There's not going to be anyone else who is me. And so the people who fuck with me, fuck with me. And, you know, people who see me and like what I do, they're going to rock with me no matter what anyone else is doing. So, you know, let everyone join in in the industry because I promise you, you know, a thousand people can start an OnlyFans tomorrow. Not a single one of those people will be me. You know, they're going to be their own individuals
1: you are seen as your industry's anal sex expert. Now, this
2: is
1: I I, I think about this cuz I have probably followed this industry without really showing my age, uh, probably since the well, I was going to say mid to late 90s. And I don't think okay. that there has ever been any yeah, <laughs> um I don't think there's ever been anyone that there's been a few people throughout the history of the industry that probably, you know, people, you know, turn and look to them and be like, okay, well, they're known for that. And especially like with anal, because it's not really something that a lot of people showcase out that way. And and I've talked to adult stars, some who have never done it on film, some who are gearing up to do it on film, and they talk about the, the preparation that's involved. I guess there's a double question to this. Is there an art to it? And why are some people still scared of it?
2: Ah, okay. Um, So let's see. I'm like, I'll answer the first one, and then I'll answer the second, and then I'll elaborate more on that first. But um, there's definitely an art to it. I think a lot of people are still scared of it just because they don't understand it. You know, we fear what we don't understand. A lot of people have had traumatic first experiences with anal because not everyone understands that there is an art to it, you know. um, Even with regular, you know, any type of other sex, there's an art to it, you know. You have to practice your blowjobs, you know. You have to practice what you're doing with other people's bodies, how to make other bodies feel good. So it's the same with anal. Um, there's an art to it you know you have to learn your body you have to learn your body's inside processes Uh, you know you have to learn stuff about your diet uh, different things you can take to help clean your body out you have to learn all about anal prep you know and then just like anything else um, your asshole's a muscle so you just have to Mm. work out that muscle and train it just like you train any other muscle
1: Interesting. Yeah, I think I've, <laughs> I've, talk, I've talked to various stars on that. And I know when they've talked about what they prepped on, and you know, and it's so funny because sometimes you will hear from, you know, couples out there who say that, hey, I want to do that with my spouse, but uh, they don't feel comfortable in doing it or they just don't want to do it or the whole thought of it just, you know, they don't want to do it. And like you said, it's one of those things of, I guess, getting to know your partner and I guess I guess if you were to give advice to couples for those I know there's a lot of guys that are listening tonight who probably want to have their partner do that <laughs> what are the best steps that they can do to maybe coach their partner into maybe doing that or trying that um,
2: well so like the biggest thing with anal sex is that um, it's a big part mental like it's a big mental challenge it's to me it's more mental than it is physical um you know if you're scared or self-conscious that you're going to poop on somebody you're going to be tensed Mm -hmm. up your body's going to be tensed up you know you're going to feel uncomfortable you're not going to want to do it um so i usually just recommend to anyone who wants to try anal you know first practice with yourself you know where no one else can see you uh, where you don't have that fear of embarrassment, you know, practice how to clean out, um, you know, try to, you know, there's, there's places and resources to find on like how to properly clean out for anal. That way you don't make a mess. Um, and from there, you know, it's just start slow, start with small things, start with your pinky finger, just kind of, you know, feel around, feel the muscles around it. Feel, cause everything, your sphincter has a lot of, um, What's the word? What's the word? A lot of nerve endings. So it's going to be really Mm. sensitive. So, you know, before you even penetrate, you want to feel around the area. You want to arouse that area. Um, I even recommend to women that when you're playing with your butthole, you should also keep a vibrator uh, on your vagina and just kind of, you know, have whatever stimulation feels good to you. So if you like – you know uh internal vibrators or external vibrators or say you don't like vibrators at all you just like to use your hands whatever your method of pleasure is you should try that while you're exploring anal because eventually your body will start to associate that pleasure with anal you know Hmm. so i just say start small start with fingers start with small small butt plugs start with small toys And, you know, work your way up slowly. But you want to start getting into a mental place where you associate it with something that's pleasurable and not something that's scary.
0: Gotcha.
1: Now, I do a lot of research and listen to a lot of things before I interview my subjects. Did I read or hear correct that you prefer that over the regular vaginal sex? Like, you prefer anal, right? Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) If I could, I would
0: go all anal and no pussy unless it's for a double penetration. (laughs) And I was like, wow. If I had it my way.
1: I think that's the first time I've ever heard somebody say that they had preferred it more that way than the other way. Because normally it's kind of like some people prefer, you know, vaginal, but there's like, I think yours was the first interview I think I'd actually heard that. I was like, oh,
2: (laughs) Yeah, I have a very close relationship with my butthole, and me, me and my butt are much closer than me and my pussy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, did that like come at like an early age, or did that like just over time? You just pretty, much, or once you started in the industry, it was just like, oh, you know what? I prefer to do this over this.
2: Honestly, it started uh when I started out in the industry because around the same time. Uh, I had an IUD in. I got an IUD, which is birth control. It's the device they put inside your uterus, and uh, that was really painful. They don't really tell you that IUDs can like be painful, but you know, um, guys could say that they could feel it stabbing them in the penis whenever we'd have vaginal sex, and I could feel when they were hitting against it, and I think it created a lot of scar tissue. So it just made my vagina, the inside of it, very sensitive. Uh, it feels a lot more shallow, you know, it was just vaginal sex kind of started to become painful. Um, and so, you know, around the time I started in the industry, you know, people were like, Hey, you should do anal, like anal cells, anal's great. And I was like, Hmm, let me try that because right now my pussy's having issues. Like it kind of hurts. So then once I started doing anal, I was like, you know what? (laughs) This feels so much better. (laughs) You know, it doesn't hurt. And so I went, I got my IUD removed, uh, but from there I just mostly focused on anal because I realized for me personally that was just more pleasurable.
1: Now, one of the things is, you know, and uh, and I want to say you know, not just because you are here tonight, but one of the things is that um, I am, I was excited about this interview because, you know, in an in industry in which, you know, uh there are a lot of people uh there are not a lot of uh, black starlets in the industry that are you know they're known but they're not like you know on a global scale known and you have talked about in the past about you know being you know a black starlet in this industry and did you and, and I and I was so amazed at how open you were uh, about you know, the road that it took and the things that you did to get to where you are now and how you're still, you know, uh, doing things within the industry. When you started, did you find that there were a lot of barriers? And did you feel that you had to be outside the box in order to stand out?
0: Um,
2: so I definitely, the barriers immediately, you know, it's hard not to, when it directly affects you. But, um, you know, I, I noticed that, it, you know, for someone like me who does what I do at the level of which I do it, um, you know, I noticed that other girls of different ethnicities don't have to do as much. They don't have to do the hardcore. You know, they don't have to be outside the box as much uh, in order for their careers to take off, you know, a lot faster. Um, so it kinda is one of those general like, you know, I do have to work twice as hard to get half as much situation. Uh, which is fine because that's how life has always been. So, you know, I've kind of just accepted it and I work four times as hard because I don't want half. I want a hundred percent, so I'll right. work four times as hard for that hundred percent. Um right. but, you know, it um it didn't really make me feel like I needed to do too too much to stand out more though, because this is just kind of naturally how I am. I'm a very intense person. I'm a very hardcore person. Like I just like intensity in all aspects of my life. So uh, the kinds of porn that I enjoy shooting and the performances that I put on, you know, I'm like, this is true to my, my nature and true to what I love to do. And luckily it's just very intense because that, you know, has helped me get a little bit more of a boost as a black woman because you know, there's not too many of us doing hardcore. There's not too many of us getting featured out there. Um, so, you know, I'm just trying to do the best I can. And basically my goal is to, like, transcend race in this industry. I want to be so good that, you know, it's not about, oh, is she black or we need ebony models or, you know, this is an ebony DVD. Like, I just want to be that bitch that's everywhere, no matter what, featured on the cover of exactly. all the DVDs and, you know, featured everywhere, not because I'm black, but because I'm talented.
1: Exactly. And, and thank you for talking about that this evening. Because, yeah, like I said, I remember that era in the, even in the 90s, the late 90s, where it was, you know, things were geared certain ways. And, you know, I guess in hindsight, when you look back at it now, you're just like, oh, uh, okay, That <laughs> would not fly today.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it definitely would not fly today.
0: <laughs> um, right. That's
1: about serious questions. We got a little bit of fun here, but, you know, I was thinking, you seem to be open, as I said earlier, you know, to a lot of things and scenes. Is there something that you won't do, and uh, is there something that you'd still like to do that you haven't done yet?
2: Oh, um, so – Funny enough, I don't have too, too many limits and I do all kinds of crazy shit, but like my one hard limit that I really, really don't like and will avoid at all costs if I can is, um, I don't do facials. I just, um, I have really, yeah, I have really sensitive eyes and I'm really prone to eye infections like immediately. So the second Mm. semen like touches my eyeball, it's it, like my eye gets like big and puffy and red. And then, you know, I have to finish the scene like that with like one eye open and one eye closed shut, like, you know, all nasty and puffy. <laughs> and So I tell everyone, I'm like, look, I don't care. I'll do the cream pie. Like I'll do whatever, like come literally anywhere except on my face. Cause I don't want it to get in my eye. Cause then that's a few days of like trying to flush out this eye infection. <laughs> Oh no! But um, <laughs> but um, you know, at that point, I just tell them like it's fine. You can do it in my mouth as long as it's not anywhere close to my eyes. As long as the guy knows how to control his aim and not accidentally get it in my eye. Like. And um, something I'd still like to do is eventually I want to get to triple anal. Because uh, right now I'm only at double, <laughs> so, so the next step up is to do triple anal.
1: Has that been and, done? Uh, I don't I don't recall too many people who have done triple anal.
2: Oh yes, triple anal's been done. In fact, I've heard of a few people who can do quadruple anal, which I am oh. still trying to work out those logistics. You know, just <laughs> body wise, where does everyone fit? But um, I do have a few friends who do triple anal a lot, and so I'm trying to work up to that hopefully by next year.
1: I would have to think that quad would have to be probably two guys below and one with, like, a really flexible. (laughs) Right. I'm like, these guys got to be flexible. Flexible.
0: <laughs> yeah that's it had to be like kind of circuit
1: in order for them to probably get that done right.
0: <laughs> I, I'm
1: thinking about the logistics that's the only way that that's gonna work and um unless you know, I there's need to go three research
2: options. that I need to go do some research
1: yes there there you go thats that's your research that's your homework tonight is to figure out how I could be doing. <laughs> <laughs> Unless one guy could probably, like, be, like, over you, one guy other than the other two are off to the side. I don't know. I, that's that's something that I'm going to let you figure out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you
1: uh, have industry that uh, you idolized or that you watched and are like, wow, you know, I kind of want, you know, my career to be on that trajectory or – Pretty much you just went into this really not watching anybody else.
2: Um, so I didn't really, like, watch too many people just because I wasn't, like, a big porn watcher before the industry. But there was a few people here and there that I would heard of. Um, and mm-hmm. a few people in particular were um, uh, Goth Charlotte and Lydia Black. They are two alt performers who are hardcore performers. Um, so I knew of them entering the industry, and I knew that you know I wanted to do the kinds of stuff that they do. I like that kinds of stuff, I'm into the same stuff that they are um you know because I grew up with like not grew up but uh earlier before porn, I had like a background in b d s m and a lot of alternative mm-hmm. cultures, and I consider myself kind of alt um so I really really admired them. And then aside from them, I really, really admired Anna Fox because, you know, I was like, holy shit, like, this girl is like, you know, doing big things. She's everywhere. She's a goddess. Like, she's perfection. <laughs> and to see someone of such dark complexion completely just like, you know, run her shit and run this industry, I was like, that's amazing. Like, I hope that I can, you know, Eventually, build up to that level of success and recognition. Um, so, those three ladies are probably like my biggest idols.
1: Wow. Now, uh, when do you find time to relax? I and mean, is there anything you like to do in your spare time? <laughs>
0: um,
2: I have to try to force myself to relax. I have a hard time with it. I'm a big time workaholic. Uh, you know, I wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is open my phone, check emails, respond to emails, check all my websites, see how I'm doing on the websites, like start looking at what content I need to edit this week. And like, so um, I kind of have to force myself to relax. And it's mostly just by, a, you know, my friends, my friends who aren't in the industry, they kind of have to collect me and like pull me back <laughs> into real life and be like, hey, like Let's get brunch, you know, like, let's go just, yeah. like, hang out. Let's go to this cute little dive bar, like, so my friends kind of keep me grounded and make sure that I, like, take time to myself, and, um, you know, I, uh, I just like to hang out with my friends. I like to go to little outings every now and then, and then uh, I spend a lot of time just hanging out at home with my cat. I have a cat, so
0: <laughs> me and him Aww.
2: chill out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say i, I always and
1: I, and I ask those questions of when you go out does anybody like to talk shop or i guess if even if you're around people in the industry I, i'd love to be a fly on the wall what do, what do you talk about is it the stuff that's currently going on or is it just stuff totally outside of what you you know outside of work
0: <laughs> yeah
2: let's a bit about everything uh we, like, talk about the, the work that we do, and, uh, you know, we talk about, we gossip. We have our little gossip moments, but, you know, we'll also <laughs> talk about other stuff. Like, some people have spouses that aren't in the industry, you know, so we'll talk about where have you been traveling, or, like, you know, what does your spouse do, or, um, you know, did you see this cool movie, or, like, <laughs> you know, we talk <laughs> music. We talk pretty much all the same stuff everyone else does.
1: Gotcha. I think people have that fantasy of like when porn stars get together, it's like they all talk about probably like work and they talk about it. It's like, uh, and I, I'm always curious about it because like, you oh, to be a fly on the wall for a conversation that, you know, people would talk about. It, and I guess we would all be surprised that it's pretty much just the normal things that we all talk about. But yeah. <laughs>
2: oh yeah you know we'll be at dinner and we'll be like so how was your day and it's like oh it was great you know we just hung out for a bit someone fisted my asshole oh have you like right. heard the new drake album like you
1: know <laughs> <very>
0: casual <laughs>
1: slide that in and slide right back out yeah you know <laughs> love it now i always ask this question because i'm very interested in your response but if you had, if they came to you tomorrow and said, Avery, you've got an opportunity to do uh, scenes with three people who weren't in the industry, who would they be?
0: Ooh, three people who aren't in the industry. Yes. Let's see. Maybe let's see. Be. Let's <laughs>
1: see. I'm trying to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I to you already I... knew one.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um. Let's see. If I could film scenes with three people who weren't in the industry, I'm like, I have a big crush on Doja Cat. <laughs> I think she would be really, okay. really fun. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I
2: have something about her. She's kind of weird like me, so I'm like, oh, you'd be a good time. Um. Uh, I'm trying to you know who else, you, I don't know.
1: If, if you do that movie, I already know the name of the film that you can name it. You could call it In oh, Doja's it? Cat.
0: <laughs>
2: there we go. That's a good one. All right. So me and Dojo, we have our porn name. We already have that. We're we going to start making plans soon. <laughs> yes. Um. You
1: will know, be in Dojo's cat two and Dojo's cat three. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm like do the people have to still be alive or could it be people who's passed? No,
1: okay. It could be anybody. We'll, 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 we'll stretch it out to people who aren't here. Who else would it be? <laughs>
2: um, so I don't know why, but I kind of have a fixation on Albert Einstein. <laughs> and really? uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe like making porn with someone who's like super smart and interesting. Like, We could come up with all kinds of cool stuff. He could make all kinds of cool shit, like, you know, do interesting stuff with toys, like, just, like, (laughs) defy physics with shit. You know,
0: get super interesting.
2: And then, uh, oh, shit, I bet Quentin Tarantino, I bet he would make a good porno. Oh. I bet he could make, like, a really fun, hardcore, interesting porno. Maybe. If his you know, it's, it's his performance he, he skills are <laughs> on par with his directing skills.
1: He'd probably talk a lot though while right? he's like <laughs> doing it. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. And actually if you do the one with um, Albert Einstein or somebody like Albert Einstein, that one can be entitled uh E equals D P squared. And you can actually have
0: DP
2: <laughs> <laughs> Exactly.
1: Throwing out ideas there. So you can thank me when you do those or you you do those pieces.
2: These are all things I'm going to have to recreate at some point. I'm going to have to make these happen.
1: You know I will give them to you. It's yours. If I see it, I'll be like,
0: oh, I came with the idea. I'll give you
2: credit. There you go. There you go. Yeah, directoral directoral vision from Levar. <laughs>
1: yep, there you go, there you go. I, uh, hey, I will, I will be happy to know that I contributed in some way. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> before we get to your upcoming uh, projects and appearances and uh, your messages out there for your fans, you ready to do a little bit of a lightning
2: round with me? Yeah, yeah, I want uh, a lightning round.
1: We always have a little fun with these because I, I like this ever since I started, and I get the most interesting answers uh, out of all of this. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, first question in the lightning round, best way to start the day?
2: Ooh, sex. <laughs>
0: all right, I say
2: sex. Be more specific, anal.
1: <laughs> I was waiting. I was I was like, come on, come on. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, That's anal first sex. thing in
2: the morning is the best.
1: You know what? Uh, I'm glad you said that, because I'm going to stop the light around for a second, because I've talked to different people, and I want your take on this, because some people said that when it comes to sex, that they are not nighttime sex people. It is usually morning or maybe like mid-afternoon, early evening, maybe after a nap. Are you one of those people, too, or you like it at night, too?
2: Honestly, I like it at any time of the day, though I do understand that because, you know, once it's nighttime, it's like you've probably already ate dinner. You're full, your belly's full, you're tired, you know, you've got the itis. So not everyone has the energy for sex at night after dinner, but, uh,
0: gotcha.
2: you know, I like to go in the morning. I like a little bit of afternoon delight. I like a little bit before bedtime, like... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I love it. Uh, next question: What word you heard people constantly describe you as?
2: Probably the most often is bubbly. Okay, all
1: right. Uh, what makes you blush?
2: Ooh, um, <laughs> probably direct eye contact. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, know. <laughs> I like do Isn't all I this crazy me, but...
2: shit on camera, but the second, yeah, the second somebody like connects with me and looks me in the eye, I turn into like the sh- most shy person. I'm like, Oh my God, don't look at me. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm going to do that next week and I'm going to let everybody know exactly what happened when I did that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some athletes have superstitions before they play. Do you have any before doing a scene?
2: Not really superstitions. Um, yeah, no, not really, I don't really have any superstitions before scenes. Um, I have like my own extensive, like, you know, my uh, my little like anal check regimen before any anal scene where I'm like, okay, I have to make sure I don't accidentally have an accident on anybody. So I have my little like, really? you know, my same little routine, but no real superstitions.
1: Uh, if you do, you leave it in the film. uh. <laughs> best advice you've ever received
2: hmm best advice i've ever received uh probably uh don't put your business out on the internet keep your keep your social media light and fun and fan friendly and then save the rest of the shit for therapy <laughs>
1: I love that advice. Uh, if you weren't in adult entertainment, you'd be doing what?
0: Hmm. Well,
2: before adult entertainment, I was working at a sex shop, so I'd probably be like managing or running a sex shop. <laughs>
1: Now, did you always have, like, either those shy guys that come in there and wouldn't, like, when I gave you contact, and, uh, your eye contact, they were like, I just came to look at the film over on this section, or did <laughs> they, <like>, quickly walk in? <laughs> <ahead> and...
2: <laughs> you know, it's funny enough. I feel like a lot of times, like, we get such a range of people coming into sex shops. Like, it would be anything from, like, the single awkward guy to, like, older couples to, you know, brand-new couples to husbands coming in getting gifts for their wives, like so much stuff. You know, we'd even have celebrities come in because I was working at a sex shop over in Hollywood, so, or West Hollywood. So, you know, we'd even get celebrities come in and I'd be like, oh, okay, like what
0: are you guys into? <laughs> <laughs> they just
1: go for the fluffy handcuffs. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so uh, the next question, what celebrity would play you in the Avery Jane movie.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, I
2: feel like it would be Doja Cat.
0: <laughs>
2: I don't know, something about her weird quirkiness reminds me of me. I'm like, yeah, I think that's it. I think it would be
0: her. <laughs> nice. Now, I'm going to tell
1: you, you've got to be careful with this next question. Now, you'll be here in Chicago for Exotica next weekend. Pick one. Uh, deep dish pizza, a Chicago-style hot dog, or Italian beef?
2: Oh, God. Oh, my God. So first and foremost, I'm going to apologize to every fan from Chicago um, <laughs> because I'm not quite sure what Chicago-style hot dog is or what Italian beef is, but I do no? know – that I am not a fan of deep dish pizza at all. So I probably end up going with Chicago style hot dog. (laughs) Hopefully. I don't, I still don't know what it is, but.
0: Oh, no. I tried deep dish pizza. I just could not get into it.
2: No, where did you go? I don't know. I forgot the name of the place. I've been to Chicago one time years ago and I got deep dish pizza and it just freaked me out. Cause it's like a giant thick cheese pie. And I don't like that much cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big texture eater. So I was like, where's the crunch? Like, where's the crust? Why, why is it so thick and I have to eat it with a fork. and like, it's a big cheese pie. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm going to help
1: you out real quick because I am a Chicagoan and boarded raised. But I'm going to tell you now, if you go and get a Chicago-style hot dog, there's a few places that you can go. And you can probably call me later and be like, hey, Lavar, where should I go once you get here? But on a Chicago-style hot dog, it is usually has uh, yellow mustard. It is a bright green relish. Okay. It is not your traditional relish that you're known for. It is a bright green relish usually has fresh chopped onions on it like either some places will put tomato wedges and they'll put a kosher spell pickle spear on it uh, some sport peppers and a dash of celery salt it is the best thing that you will ever have if you go to the right place but there is a few places that you can go to
2: you know that actually <laughs> sounds bomb i'm like i would i'm gonna have to try that next week
1: yes uh if you are either near portillo's or Uh, You're near a few other places, you will have that option of a Chicago-style hot dog or an Italian beef, but uh, you'd have to see it to be there. It's tough to explain, but uh, yes, uh, moving on.
0: (laughs) I'm going to ask
1: you the proverbial question here because uh, you said that uh, the best way to start the day was sex. So I'm going to ask you, with sex, with music, with the TV on, or nothing but Natural sounds.
0: (laughs)
2: Either with music or nothing but natural sounds.
1: Okay. And the last uh, lightning round question, best way to
2: end. Mm, Best way to end the day is probably uh, snuggled up in bed with my favorite show on uh, with either a blunt or the bong.
1: There you go. I thought you were going to bookend it with sex, but I
0: I would have accepted that as well. Well, the sex comes before
2: all that. Yeah, after the sex, you're going to rest in bed with your favorite show in the long. So the sex is at the very last part of the day.
1: (laughs) Do you have a favorite show that you're watching right now?
2: Oh, I just started watching Euphoria. So I'm on that wild oh, ride right now. I know it's really popular and everyone keeps talking about it. And we even have a few industry performers who are in the show. So I'm uh, I'm peeping it. I'm going to support them. I'm going to support, you know, the porn girls who are making their way to mainstream uh, Hollywood and, you know, going to see what all that's about.
1: I've, I've had a few people tell me about that, and I saw the scene, one of the scenes with Zendaya, and she was awesome in that. I'd say give her the Emmy Award based off of what I saw. So, um, Honestly,
2: she's awesome. phenomenal in it.
1: Yes. She's phenomenal. Uh, heard, I might have to watch that. Uh, <laughs> there are so many things that I have seen that you have coming up. I, like, I know the appearance here in Chicago. Uh, Next uh, Friday through Sunday is one of them. But tell the folks out there some things that we can be on the lookout for and some upcoming projects and uh, appearances that you will be at.
2: Okay. Um, So as far as appearances, I will be doing Exotica Chicago next week, and I plan on doing all of the other exoticas. Um, So Miami, New Jersey, and uh, what was the last one? I always forget. Uh, DC that's right so I'll be doing those three um I'm like still contemplating I'm probably going to make like a last minute decision today or tomorrow if I'm doing XBIS Miami um but I was nominated for that XBIS award so now I kind of want to go to XBIS (laughs) Miami um Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm hoping oh thank you thank you so much I, uh, I'm hoping to get back to Europe soon to go shoot more for legal porno over in Europe. and um, as far as projects, I uh, you know have a few more big shoots scheduled for the next few weeks coming up. I have another browser shoot coming up that I'm really excited about. Um, and uh, I just opened up a new platform since so many of us are having issues with OnlyFans and the type of content we're allowed to sell on there, and, you know, their constant back and forth with, are they going to kick sex workers off or not, I uh, opened up a new website called Sheer. So it's S-H-E-E-R. So I just opened Mm -hmm. up a Sheer account, and that uh, website is linked to um, European companies, I believe. So they go by different rules, different laws, and I am allowed to post all my hardcore content on there that I can't post on OnlyFans. So I'm really, really excited to, you know, actually be able to connect with a lot of my fans in Europe and to post all of the cool stuff that I have that I couldn't really put anywhere else.
1: I saw that. You were over in Prague, correct? How was that?
2: Yeah. It was amazing. I love it there. It's uh, it's very different from out here in the States. Um, but it was amazing. Everyone there was so lovely. They were so kind to me and accommodating and, um, you know, they really, really do a lot of hardcore, which is my bread and butter. That's the stuff I prefer to be doing all the time. Um, you know, they skip the scripts and they're like, all right, you're going straight for the hardcore, like no script, no acting, no nothing. So, you know, (laughs) a fun time
1: nice and, and you know i didn't ask tonight because that is something that i've noticed with a lot of these websites and it's like they're so fickle and you know there have been so many people who have either had issues with only fans or with instagram done with twitter uh even i had my run with twitter over something that i'm not going to get too much into <laughs> i'm still arguing right but uh there's just so much i was going to say You know, do you think that at the end of the day, it's going to take someone or someone that has the know-how to come up with a site in which you no longer have to worry about starting another page or not getting, you know, the content that you need out that way? Uh, And it's just going to be like one go-to place eventually? Because, I mean, this has got to be tiring for you too to worry if you're going to go on one day and your stuff is pretty much either, you know, taken down or, you know, um, just, you know, taken over or you can't do it. I mean, that's – I can imagine what it's like for you and knowing that this is your bread and butter, this is how you get your business out there, and it's being disrupted by entities that don't know whether they want to have it on there or not and are hypocritical because other people do the same thing and they don't get the, you know, same issues that you have, right?
2: Exactly. Um, You know, I don't know if we're ever going to have a straight-up solution to that issue because in terms of social media, it's going to take, you know, somebody starting a social media site that is for adults and that doesn't allow children on it and that has some type of Um, you know, screening process to make sure you're of age. And then from there, it's a matter of how do you get users? How do you get traffic? How do you pull people to that social media? So that's a whole big thing in itself. And then as far as all the platforms where we can sell content, you know, it's it's a matter of the credit card companies. Are the credit card yeah. companies going to allow you to, you know, take payment processing or or do we have to move into Bitcoin or, you know, so that's a whole thing that people need to figure out. Um, so I feel like right now at the end of the day, like the best option for people is if they can manage, if they can, you know, manage to get the resources to get it up is just to have your own website so that's another thing i'll be looking into this year too is just creating my own website you know with my own hosting and like figuring out how to just own my own website still get credit card processing abilities and accept crypto while still being able to like post my hardcore content and you know so i might that might be a project i have to work on over in europe since they have, a you know, different rules than we do here in America.
1: And then we'll also see the averaging NFTs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. One day, one day I'll hop on the NFT train. I've been chilling with that lately because I've been seeing so many scams. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to let you all figure that out for a little bit. Eventually I'll hop on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well,
1: I'm going to start and forgive me if I miss something here. You can correct me, but there are a lot of places where you can find Avery Jane, so you've got no excuse. So, on (laughs) Twitter, (laughs) it is at AveryJaneXO. On Instagram, it is AveryJXO. Of course, there's OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com forward slash AveryJane, and then of course, Avery just mentioned her sheer uh, website as well. Uh, And then, also, um, there is I think there's MiniViz. There's also Pornhub. There's also uh Camp Soda. There's also the, all my links where you can find everything. And then, of course, all of AveryJane.com. She's everywhere. So you got exactly. No oh, I'm
2: everywhere. I have a model Everybody. Centro. I just started up a uh, what is it a, a loyal fans. <laughs> I'm everywhere.
1: And the most important thing that you all can do, starting especially tonight if you have not done so, is to go and vote for Avery on her XBiz CAM Awards nomination. Uh, Link is on Avery's page as well as mine's because I just posted that this evening, and you can rock the vote for her every day through May 17th. Go and vote. Go and vote.
2: Thank you. (laughs) you so much. Yes, please
0: vote.
1: (laughs) And then also, too, if you want to hear more about Avery and the Art of Anal Sex, an expert guide, which was a wonderful Hustler article, you can check that out as well. So, yeah, there's everywhere. Uh, One last thing uh, before I let you go tonight. Was there anything that you wanted to say to all of your fans out there?
2: Um, yeah, just that I have the utmost appreciation for my fans. Um, you know, these, these amazing people allow me the space to, you know, show who I really am and be my most vulnerable self and put my art out there. And the fact that they support me in my journey of being my most authentic self and they find inspiration in me, and they bond with me, and they love me and support me through everything I do, Um, that means the world to me, and that makes this worth it. That makes the whole job, the whole passion worth it. Um, So I just want to say the biggest thank you to my fans and that I love you guys.
1: Well, Avery, I know I can, for all of the Avery Jane fans, I know that I can probably... And hopefully speak on their behalf. But thank you. I mean, I you know, I'm so you know, like I said, I've I've followed this a little bit and it seems now for over uh twenty years. And there's uh, no one whose uh, career path that I'm more excited to see than yours and I'm proud of you and I hope that you know, only the best is yet to come and uh I'm so thankful that you were able to spend some time with me here on this Friday night and now you are a part of the 411 Launch family, so I would hope that you will be back sometime soon.
2: Yes, I'd love to be back. Uh, you are wonderful, and I'm just so excited. Uh, thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> no, no, I was. I'm so happy that you were here, and yes, she will be here in Chicago. I'm going to go and yes, see. Yes, I Avery can't get- wait
2: to meet you. I
1: know. I will definitely be seeing you because I will be there. Uh, on that Friday night. So, yes, I will be there. I've, I've got my ticket. I'm all set to go, and I'm excited awesome. to get there. So, yes, so, no, I will be definitely making a yes. chance to stop I'll, by. in Chicago, go see her.
2: <laughs> yes, I'll be signing at the the Bad Dragon booth uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, uh, y'all come find me. Come say hi.
1: And I was going to say, Friday night is ladies' night. That, that That's the night that I'm more – I was going to say, would you – I know this is your first one. This is you couldn't have picked a better one for your first one because it it is so much that's going on and just so much that uh, I'm gonna ask you how it feels once you get there. But uh, I think once you see it, you'll 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 be back.
0: <laughs>
1: so yeah, but, uh, no, but, no, definitely safe travels here to Chicago. Can't wait to see you. And uh, thank you. Like I said, I can't thank you enough. And um, like I said, best of success. And we'll see you back here on the show again. I'd love to have you back.
2: Yes, I'd love to be back. Thank you so much.
1: No, thank you. Thank you. And also a special thanks to Erica uh, over at the uh, RUB uh, PR. Uh, Thanks to Erica, as always, uh, for her assistance in tonight's show as well. So, yeah, definitely. Avery Jane, everybody, and go to Twitter. And Like I said, please go tonight. Start voting. Tell your friends. X-Biz, vote for Avery. Get her that award. And then she could say, it was the 411 Lounge that helped me get there. (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but no, thanks a lot, Avery, and we'll see you soon. And, of course, awesome. for all of you, you can listen to this broadcast not only here, but you can also hear it over on where podcasts are available with Apple, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. So they will be there. And all you have to do is just look us up, or you can probably type in Avery Jane's name, and it will probably now pop up on there with this show. So until next we meet, for Avery Jane, I am LeVar. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Thanks for listening,
0: and have a great evening. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the 411 Lounge. You can get all the latest show news
2: on Twitter at newscommentBTR. and you can add us as a podcast on Apple.